When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And it is a huge weekend for fight fans with Israel Adesanya, Blood Diamond and Carlos Uberg all preparing to step into the octagon at UFC 271 in Houston. Texas, one of the only New Zealand journos to sit down with the last style bender before his middleweight title defence against Robert Whitaker as Sky Sports Ravinda Hurnia, who we welcome onto the show this morning. Good morning to you, Ravinda. What a weekend you've got coming up looking at the telly. <laughs> Kia ora, Ian. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an exciting one. It's um, We don't uh, often see Israel Desunia, um fighting as much as we used to in the past, so yeah, it feels like him fighting on 271 is going to be a real treat. Well, you spoke to him. What were the vibes you were getting from him uh, ahead of this much-awaited rematch with Robert Whitaker on Sunday? Oh, I'll tell you what, confident as always. And I don't think I've ever spoken to Israel when he's not. So uh, the one thing about Israel is he is his biggest cheerleader, you know, and it's actually something I've admired about him and something you need in a sport like fight sport. You know, it's a dangerous sport. It's a, it's a sport where if you don't back yourself, you'll make mistakes. So no, he's very, very confident as always. And coming off, uh, you know, a win against Robert in 2019 in spectacular knockout fashion, uh, I don't blame him. But um, yeah, he says he has a few tricks up his sleeve for this fight. I'm not quite sure what he meant by that, as he didn't want to disclose too many of his secrets. But um, yeah, he's looking for the finish again, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I think we're going to see something different this time. Well, he is favourite, there's no doubt about it, but uh, there is uh, a lot of regard, of course, for, for Whitaker, um, who a lot of people say will have made changes himself and is probably a lot uh, a better equipped fighter this time around. Yeah, totally agree. And to be fair, you know, Robert Whitaker before Israel came on the scene, he dominated the middleweight division and it was just a matter of time before he and Israel met in 2019. And Robert didn't have the best maybe preparation or come forward into that fight. Um, There was a lot of pressure. There was, you know, a lot of buzz in the media as is when you fight uh, Israel Desunia. So he's saying this time that his you know preparation is much better. He's learnt from the first time, not only um, skill-wise, because he's always had the skill to be a great fighter, but psychologically coming in with a much clearer mind, which makes for a dangerous opponent. Well, it does uh, as well, because uh, it seemed apparent that uh, Israel got into his head last time around. So... Uh, a much quieter approach, I would imagine, a much more reserved approach and, and just focusing for Robert Whitaker on the job he has to do rather than the peripheral stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. And that's more to Robert Whitaker's nature from what I've you know, picked up over the years. I've had the pleasure of speaking to him a couple of times. He's a really nice guy. So when 
fans did see him approach that fight against Israel with this, you know, bad blood type mentality. It was really out of character. So, yeah, so he, you know, he made mistakes in that last fight. But Israel Desonia is the type of fighter that will expose you for that. And when you fight a fighter like Israel, the fight does start well before you step into the octagon. And that's, you know, I think that's a fine art that Israel is, you know, gaining momentum in, in the UFC. We see it with Conor McGregor where his opponents, you know, sometimes are zoned out of the fight before they even step inside that cage. So good on Robert if he's um, able to zone that all out and just concentrate on himself. But the true test will be, uh, you know, the first few seconds when they get into the cage will be the the true test as to seeing um, where he has made improvements. Just a little bit like McGregor, um, when you look at uh, at Asunya and his preparation uh, and then you look at uh, the way he enters the ring, etc. There is a, a real element of the showman about him, and that's part and parcel of, of the way that, that he is. Uh, so I'd imagine we can expect something slightly different but uh, outlandish on Sunday. Oh, you'd hope so. <laughs> you know, you, you want to see a great fight, but, it's, you know, it's, it's the fight game, but it's also an entertainment game, isn't it? And uh, you want to mm. give fans something to remember, and especially um, how I mentioned, we hardly see him fight as regularly as he used to, so you hope that when you do, it's absolute fireworks. In 2019, he made that historical walkout, flipping around and dancing with a hip-hop group. I mean, you, you wouldn't think that someone would even be capable of doing something like that to exert so much energy before for a fight, but he did it, you know, and he he is one to want to set standards in that way. So what he'll do this time, I don't have a clue, but I am, I am hoping for fireworks. Well, I can tell you, Ravinda, we all know that he's just signed a massive deal with the UFC, which I, I would imagine uh, puts him right up there as probably one of their biggest stars uh, currently that they have across all the divisions as such. Uh, would, I, I don't. I haven't seen a figure yet. Would you have any idea, a, a rough ballpark figure of what he'd be worth to, to Dana White and Co? You know what? I don't. I, I couldn't even imagine what a big figure would be because it's. It, you know, they're dealing with crazy money in the UFC, right? I mean, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. It's it's that crazy. And at the same time, there is an estimate that. I think maybe Israel Deswing even said himself that it's not as much as perhaps Conor McGregor, that he's just, you know, hasn't hit the Conor McGregor money yet. So it's kind of hard to, to estimate. But, you know, thinking about if that's the kind of money he's going to be on, he'd be one of the highest paid athletes in New Zealand perhaps ever. If that's too much to say for our New Zealand athletes, I don't know. <laughs> but um, if you're talking wow. of hundreds of millions of dollars, that's, that's pretty much history. So we're talking well in the millions. We're not talking hundreds of thousands here, right? Oh, well into the millions, for sure. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, good luck to him and uh, uh, good luck for him on Sunday. But he's not the only uh, show in town from a Kiwi point of view uh, on Sunday because mm-hmm. Blood Diamond is making his UFC debut. Now, this is a bloke uh, where the name we'll never forget, uh, but he's had a lot more experience uh, than we would imagine as well. What are you expecting uh, with his uh, welterweight bout against uh, Jeremiah Wells? Yeah, I'm expecting him to... I mean, a lot of people want him to do great things, prove his point, prove his worth coming into the UFC's welterweight division. But I think he's going to come in, take his time a little bit and pick his moment. And that's how he is traditionally as a fighter. If you've watched... 
Blood Diamond on the New Zealand circuit, he's actually a really exciting fighter. But once he picks his moments, you know, he's an exciting kickboxer. And once he has his way with you, he does some real unorthodox style of fighting. And that's what makes him so exciting. So I really hope that he's able to get in there, find his moment, and really light up the division and make his stamp on debut. Well, Eugene Behrman, who's uh, the coach uh, at City, uh, City Boxing, uh, says, look, he, he feels that he's ahead of where is, uh, is, Israel was at the same stage of his career. Now, that is something. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, there was a time bef- long before Israel was even, you know, a blimp on the UFC radar that any time you saw Israel or Blood Diamond, they were always together, you know. So they, they travelled together, they trained together, they sparred together. Um, and so when Israel finally did make the UFC, my first question was, okay, when is it Blood's turn? Because that's how close I thought they were um, in their fighting range. And then you see Blood Diamond's always, you know, like a super guest on the local King of the Ring circuits. Um, he's a big name when it comes to a shuriken card, our, our New Zealand local grassroots cards. So it was only a matter of time. And, and thinking about them coming through um, the beginning stages together and building that foundation together was only a matter of time before Blood got there. I think Blood just had a bit of a, you know, more twists and turns in his, his journey than Israel did. And that could be down to Israel just being more um, prominent on the entertainment side of things. So it's going to be interesting where Blood stacks up on the skill Well, Carlos Allberg is also fighting in the early preliminary fights. Uh, His first taste of the UFC uh, UFC didn't go uh, as good as perhaps he would have wanted. What are you expecting from Carlos this time around? Yeah, I'm expecting him to um, practice a little, well, not patience, because I think he did, he fought an absolute brick wall in his, his UFC debut, to be honest. He threw absolutely everything at his opponent, and his opponent just did not go down. He was superhuman. But at the same time, there is an art to it. There's an art to, you know, conserving your energy and picking your shots rather than um, going all in and, and blowing yourself out um, too soon, because that's when you start making the mistakes. That's when you aren't thinking as clearly as you you could have and the frustration sets in. So hopefully this time maybe a little bit of discipline uh, in terms of what he's putting out, his work rate, and again, picking his moments and being more clever with the opportunities he gets. Looking forward to all those three fights, but uh, you're a very busy girl at the moment, Ravinda, because you're also doing some (laughs) great stuff working, presenting the Winter Olympics for Sky at the moment. Uh, A difficult juggling act because there's a a lot of difference between uh, UFC and what you're seeing in all those uh, wonderful Winter Olympics disciplines. What's been the highlight for you so far? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I've been doing the uh, the graveyard shift on the Winter Olympic Games, so I haven't, um, you know, I'm not on during the day when, when all the Kiwis are on and things like that. So I've been picking up the, the sports at the end of the day, like the speed skating and the luge, which I have found absolutely spectacularly entertaining it's just it's so fast it's so full of adrenaline and the amount of courage that you would need for these people to just even jump on these you know little luges go down these tunnels you know up to 130 kilometers per hour just that alone blows my mind let alone competing and and trying not to flip over and things like that so I think the luge has really um, caught my fancy at the Winter Olympics so far as you might have seen or, or known Germany has just done a clean sweep of all the luge um, events and yeah I've just I've just really enjoyed it yeah you're right very different to MMA there's a lot of helmets involved <laughs> in the Winter Olympics as opposed to what I'm yeah. used to watching but Absolutely loving it. 
it is, it, I guess you, when you talk about something like the loser, it's, it is similar to, uh, to to mixed martial arts, to UFC, because you know you, there is that element, this huge element of danger that you pretty much, as a competitor, have to ignore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There, there is that huge element of danger, and you're just nearly well in the beginning stages when I was first watching it, every corner that they took, um, you're just like a, holding your breath a little bit, hoping they make it around safely. Um, and it's just a race to the finish line, you know? And I suppose you're right. when You're thinking about counting down a round in, a, in the UFC fight. So to the lose, you're trying to get there um, uh, and make good time and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's just a crashing out that really, um, like I, I think I sometimes caught myself closing my eyes in those moments mm. and um, trying to hold my composure when I'm back on camera to, <laughs> to try not to um, lean into mama mode and be professional. <laughs> so we've also already got a gold. Um, I mean, that would have uh, rated its socks off, I would imagine, particularly with all mm. the replays on Sky through uh, Zoe Sadowski Senate. We've, uh, we've got uh, other options not too far away, though. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm still, I feel like it's perfectly planned, you know. We had Zoe right at the beginning and then we have Nico Porteous towards the end of, of the uh, New Zealand team's campaign, which I cannot wait for. I'm interested to see with uh, Nico Porteous in the half pipe, you know, when they him and Zoe both came uh, at 2018, fresh teenagers, you know, hoping to do their best, happy to be taking part and walked away with these bronze medals, you know. But this time, they've done so well in the X Games leading up to these games. I feel like there's a little bit more of expectation on them that if they are medal hopefuls, but they are still so young, um, what that kind of pressure will do to them. Zoe's obviously stepped up to um, the task, and it'll be interesting to see how, how um, Nico does as well, but I'm, I'm only hoping for good things for him. I'm expecting great things from him as well. You getting any sleep? Um, not this morning, Smithy, talking with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, look, life goes on, you know. The world still keeps turning even though <laughs> I'm covering the Olympics. But uh, I'm, I'm sneaking him some hours here and there. <laughs> Good on you, Ravinda. Hey, great talking to you. Uh, love doing it. And uh, I love your enthusiasm and look forward to uh, not only the Winter Olympics, but UFC in the weekend. Uh, massive uh, as far as the Kiwis are concerned. So uh, all the best for that. Hope it goes well all round. Thank you. Thank you, Smithy.